Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. We're talking about Destined for Greatness Mentoring Initiative and joining us to talk about that with us is Shadora Ford, who's also highlighted in a really great article by the city of Detroit, highlighting essential workers of Detroit, Detroit heroes. Shadora, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today. My pleasure talking with you as well. So tell us how this all got started, Destined for Greatness Mentoring Initiative. Yes, along the journey, um, almost 11 years ago, uh, in June of 2010, I was working uh, my day job at the Samaritan Center's Michigan Work One Stop, and a young lady came in looking for some services at that time. We had uh, programs for youth who had succeeded high school or were in high school and had a um, advanced grade point average. I think it was like a 3.0 or better. And this young lady did not quite meet the criteria that we needed for um, our program or for her to be a part of the youth employment program. And she brought in her counselor from Black Family Development and the lady was like, you know, this young lady has not um, done very well so far, and she's considered an at-risk youth. We want to put her in a program that will um, just get her basically off our caseload and help her um, do some things. And at that time, we didn't have anything. I looked all over Steer Straight, looked all over the internet, even made phone calls to my um, corporate boss, and we didn't have anything for her at that moment. Um, I felt compelled to just reach out. So I gave her my information with no logo, no business name or anything. I gave her my information for contact. That young lady led to us reaching over 5,000 young ladies to date. Um, so when mm. we started in 2010 of June, um, we were mentoring girls every day. We would like, go out and have one-on-ones or take girls to the park. I started pulling on my professional friends as they became professional league mentors, um, the program really just started to expand and really just became something bigger than what I could ever imagine. And as of 2016, I feel like we were prepared for the pandemic because my team and I sat down and said, well, how can we really help heal a girl? We become experts in mentoring, but how can we actually heal a girl without helping heal her household? And yeah. so we started with diapers and wipes and infamil and um, things that other household members may have needed to kind of take some pressure off these households. And so today we can say we help everyone from zero to 99. The article speaks about um, our efforts during COVID-19. A lot of people were in the houses and, you know, hiding from this monstrous uh, deadly pandemic thing. We didn't know what it was and what it was going to do. But um, as an organization and the community builders, my team and I was out there every Thursday in the parking lot of Samaritan serving food, hygiene kits, PPE, um, household essentials, bleach, of course, pine salt, just things that we were told via the news that would help in some of the disparities of this COVID-19. And so, um, we just we're we're great grateful that we could help people and help families thrive and not just survive. You know, you started this at such a young age. You were still a teenager. 
you know, where did you get that inspiration? I mean, I know what your experience was, but that's a young age to be starting. That's pretty inspiring. And what a, a great role model for other women. Yes, I started at the age of 19, and I would say it was the efforts of my mom. My mom is a missionary, so growing up, I remember, like, visiting the sick and shut in, and, like, someone would be like, oh, hey, I like your glasses, and she would take them right off her face and be like, oh, you do really? I come on sale. Here, you can have them. And uh, there's a lot of uh, things that I see my mom do when I was growing up. I was like, oh, no, I'm not giving nobody this shirt off my back. I'm not giving away no glasses. I'm just going <laughs> to do yeah. what I I mean, and um, the Bible speaks if you train a child um, when they're when they're older, they won't depart. And so I'm the one that did not depart. I thought I was one, <laughs> but yeah. luckily, um, my my giving has exceeded my expectations. So um, you yourself was considered at risk, and then you're helping at risk young ladies today. So tell us a little bit about your own personal story. Uh, about being at risk yourself? Um, growing up in poverty, I would say makes you at risk. No no one is made at risk themselves. Yeah. Um, systemic barriers of racism, um, poverty lines. Um, in, in my neighborhood growing up, I was considered poor to the poverty guideline, but I was considered hood rich to my fellow neighbors and peers because I grew up in a drug house. So... Um, I don't drink coffee to this day. And one of the things that I say that contributes to that is because I seen white substances and, um, and coffee pots. Right. And that oh. is what paid our bills. That, that was the reason why I had clothes on my back. And so growing up in the area where you see crime and, you know, you see, um, addicts and your friend's mother is knocking at your door at three or four o'clock in the morning you're not able to understand why that is is challenging in itself and so by the age 13 I had um, determined that that would be how I would make a way for my family and um, I remember being like an eighth grade between the age of 12 and 13 and taking some substances to my school for to, to sell and um, it didn't end well because the boys in my classroom told on me because they wanted me and my friends to like share whatever it was we had. We said, no, you got to pay for this. You know, I was just doing what I, what I had seen and what I was taught in my household. And so we ended up having to smuggle it down somewhere. Um, <laughs> and it just was not great. But um, at that moment, I was just like, wow, this maybe this is not for me. And as time progressed, I said that I would be the one to make it out. I would raise my children differently. I would not have children in a single parent household. It was my mom's brother uh, who took care of us and who was the drug dealer, but my mom was still a single parent mother trying mm -hmm. to raise her child. So uh, I chose differently. I chose to not have children until I married and live in a household where there's two parents. And of course, there will be no illegal activity in my household. Good for you. So do you tell us a little, do you have children today, Shadora? I'm actually engaged. Ah, 
<laughs> Congratulations. God Thank bless you. you. You know, you were brought to my attention. I, I'm a big person in collaborating and connecting people. I do that for a living with my communications company. Um, and my friend, dear friend, ML Elric, uh, recommended you. He uh, was from the Free Press and Channel 2 and running for office today. He's an awesome community leader. And uh, he put me in connection with you. How important is it for you to connect with people and collaborate uh, with people in the community to um, move your cause forward? Um, Vanessa, it's very important. And and the, the goal behind all of what I do is to not never elevate myself or my uh, leaders who presently work alongside me, but to build legacy that a hundred years from now, a girl can still become destined for greatness, that the program still runs and that we have to do, I, a lot of times I tell people destined for greatness is all of ours, right? Because yeah. I still believe in the model, it takes a village. And when it's my time to leave earth, destined for greatness should still be here because it helps everyone from zero to 99, not a color, not a race, not a religion, not an age group, but literally everyone. You, you could be a man need hygiene um, products or a woman or a senior who need incontinence, a baby who needs to eat or be healthy and dry, a kid who needs a backpack or supplies or free clothes, brand new clothes that we give away for zero to 99. So Dustin for Greatness literally helps everyone thrive and not just survive. So it's important for partnerships. It's important for uh, community um, allies. It's important for collaborations because Dustin for Greatness belongs to us all. What did it mean to you, Shadora, that the city of Detroit recognized you as a Detroit hero in, in the article they wrote and, and highlighting you and your work that you're doing? Um, it was very, it was very great. I was definitely uh, appreciated by that. Um, and definitely inspired. I was like, wait, oh, oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, that's Dustin McGregor. Oh, that's a new sport. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was, it was very inspiring to see um, that my community um, recognizes what the things that we do. And I also got some, um, October, 2020, I got an award from, um, Joe Tate's office and mm -hmm. also from, um, our state representative Joe Tate's office and also from Senator Stephanie Chang. So to know that our leadership and our leaders in the city support Destin for greatness and, uh, gives us accolades, inspires us to know that we have their, their, uh, support and know that they're behind us 100%. Yeah, and ML Elric recognizing the work that you're doing yeah, and bringing it to my attention, saying, hey, Vanessa, you got to interview Shadora. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a yes, great idea. ML uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Elric has uh, attended our Juneteenth event uh -huh. while, um, where our slogan was celebrating Black while giving back. Um, uh -huh. We gave out household products and so many things that we gave out. And then also... Um, one of our diaper distributions, which we do them every uh, third Thursday of the month, 
where we give out mm-hmm. diapers and wipes and infant adult uh, incontinence and everything. So we thank ML for being a great supporter and also for connecting us with the sweet lady named Vanessa. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. He's awesome. And so, Shador, in, in addition to basic necessities that you're helping uh, women out with through your nonprofit, Destined for Greatness, this mentoring initiative, what are some of the challenges women today in Detroit, young ladies uh, who are at risk, fate, what else are they facing? What are some of the issues that they're facing? Oh my God, Vanessa, I'm glad you said that. Uh, I've been holding this burning desire. It feels like fire in my chest. Um, Oh my God, I don't even want to cry, but I've been feeling a need to do more. Every five years, we level up. In our first five years of Destined for Greatness, we uh, went from just being mentoring experts and helping girls 11 to 21 to becoming um, Destined for Greatness Mentoring Initiative and also Destined for Greatness Community Resource Center. And that's where we started helping everyone from zero to 99. As we approach year 11, it is in me to start our uh, first Destined for Greatness house. Um, I was homeless a couple of years ago and no one really knew. Um, and I had places to go, but I was so used to living on my own that I wanted to again, find my own. Yeah. And sort of kind of like now the housing, um, was hard, you know, to, to find, to tap into, but it showed me something more than, you know, just being without a place to sleep or to call your own. It showed me what was needed next for destined for greatness. It showed me humility and it helped me with the goal of where we're going now. Vanessa, when I tell you there are places for women and children, there are places for men, there are places for underage uh, youth and girls, but where can a woman between the age of 18 and 35 go? If she cannot sit up in a chair or the chairs are full, there are no places for uh, a woman between the ages of 18 and 35 to go if she has no place to go in Detroit. And that bothered me because even if I wanted to go to a shelter, even when I tried to go to one, there was no place for me to go. Wow. You know? And I had ended up, I ended up moving in with family before I can gain my own but it was there to teach me and to show me how hard it is. And I, I could imagine, I can only imagine that it's even worse now where you have people with uh, Section 8 vouchers, you have people w- with money to move and they can't find anywhere. So imagine being young or over the age of 18, no children and no place to go. Wow, so, so here you are in need. Here you are in need and you were helping other people out. Yes. That's pretty incredible. Um, that What a story uh, in terms of reaching out, even though you yourself were in need. And, and that's a good point. I never even thought about that. Women in your age group and that age group that don't have the, the basic needs and the help they need. And you're kind of filling in that gap. Mm-hmm. What, what advice for would you have for people listening to reach out and to help and collaborate with you? What, what needs, what's on your wish list for people listening that have the means to help you? 
So my wish list, um, I hate getting emotional about this, but it's my okay. wish you have every right to. My wish list is that you will give hope and that you will give somebody a home. Um mm. for these young ladies to be out here. We say don't have babies, don't do this and don't. I, I read an article in the uh state law that women make up 75% of the crime rates now. Wow. Yes. And then on a scale from one to 10%, and this is, and you can go to, um, to this article, it's in the law, um, our article center. I, I Googled it because I like to do a lot of research uh, and to know what I'm dealing with at hand. But African-American women make up 7.5 of that percentage uh, the Latino make up uh, 2.5 and um, white women make up 1% of that. But um, women are creating more crimes, committing more crimes and doing more because they some of them have no place to go. If you mm. were taught like me or you grew up in a drug house, you grew up in poverty and you saw that that was the only way to make money and then you get in a point where you cannot... Uh, make money legally or you don't have no place to go, then you commit a crime. Then you go to jail. Then you're in a pipeline. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, like most uh, women, you see women of the night, you know, prostituting their bodies. They yeah. have no place to go. They're walking up and down the street all night. You wonder why they're walking all night. They have no place to go. We have to look at what's big right now. Look at the fact that women between the age of 18 and 35, have no home, no place to go. We don't, some of us don't have children. And mm. that is a barrier. That is, that is a problem. That mm. is something that I foresee as a pandemic in itself. So mm. I'm calling everyone who can and will to donate. If you have a home that was donated to you that you're just sitting on, let's, let's put some people in that home. Let's Get some things done because we are all responsible for one another. You know, whether we believe it or not, um, humanity starts in the heart. And sometimes for most people, the heart is the hard part. Yeah. Humanity but starts in the heart. What a great quote, Shadora. Humanity starts in the heart and the heart, sometimes the heart's the hard part because it's hardened. Because mm -hmm. the heart's hardened. We're talking with uh, Detroit hero Shadora Ford. There's a great article about her that was featured in neighborhoods.org. I'm putting it on my Epiphany Communications Coach Facebook page. You can find it there. We're talking about her nonprofit that she started called Destined for Greatness Mentoring Initiative that she started at the young age of 19 years old and was continuing to help people in need, even though she was in need herself. Um, and sure, you make you make so many great points, Shadora, on women uh, that are at risk. So there's a lot of people. Uh, the the house is a good one. Uh, fun, you know, funds for you. What are your needs throughout the year? People are listening and saying, you know, I could buy diapers. I could buy formula. You know, how do they work with you? How do they collaborate with you? Um, so we are located in the heart of the city. Um, I would like to give a small little history report on where sure. we're located. Um, but in 19, August 6, 1989, um, I was born at 5555 Connor, which then was the Samaritan Hospital. Mm -hmm. And now I run Destined for Greatness at 5555 Connor. 
Wow. Um, that's where I started uh, at, at the age of 19, working for Michigan Works at 55, 55 counter. So there is a timeline and it, and it keeps leading back to 55, 55 counter. And so <laughs> uh, we have Destin for Greatness Mentoring, which is in the main building. And then we have Destin for Greatness Community Resource Center, which is in our small building, in our wellness building, where there's a gym, we do family fitness. The thing most that is needed is hygiene kits continuously um, because we do operation give back. And so every other week we'll take a group of our uh, youth and we'll ride down the streets in the city of Detroit, giving out hygiene packs to the homeless uh, women and men. We'll, we pack backpacks with hygiene kits for men. And then we pack purpose purses with a purpose for women. Um, that are homeless as well. So we make sure that we're not just doing it in the summer. They don't just need blankets in the winter, but everyone needs help all year round. Mm -hmm. So hygiene kits are um, big on our list, diapers, wipes, incontinence. I know some people, some older people who get uh, incontinence sent to their home and there may be products that they choose, they don't use. Those items can be donated, gently used clothing, Anyone that can help somebody else should help somebody else. And we're located at 5555 Connors. We have a drop box. We can also pick up um, if you like us to. But we definitely appreciate you in advance for all that you do to help others. What do you put in those hygiene kits, Shadora? Body wash, deodorant. Uh, they have these um, disposable washcloths I order off Amazon. Mm -hmm. And that way, if they go into like a restaurant or a store or have like a bottle of water and they need to wash their face or wash their hands, we put in um, sanitizer at, during this pandemic. We've been putting in N95, PPE masks, um, just things that can keep people healthy and dry. Although they're in an unfortunate situation, we want to make it easier for them to remain healthy, bottled water, snacks. We fill the book bags up, we fill the purses and the bags up so that we can at least know that for a couple of days to a week, they are healthy and dry. Mm, that's awesome. So they could drop off if if uh, if they want to write a check, they can do that if that's as, as well. I mean, to your, it's a nonprofit, you're a 501c3. Yes, they can definitely make it out to Destin for Greatness and send it to 5555 Connor in Detroit, Michigan. And the zip code is 48213, and we're box number 89. But even if they put on their desktop for greatness and not box number 89, it'll still go to um, Destin for Greatness. And 100% of our funds are allocated to Destin for Greatness. And also, everything is 100% tax deductible. No one's on payroll. Everything goes to helping the community. So what are what are your future plans? What do you foresee happening in the next few months, a year, five years? What are some of your goals? Um, some of my goals are to continuously train our students. We have students who have um, succeeded the program. And when they age out at 21, we, we bring them back as actual mentors. So that, that's a, a great thing that I love to see happen. We also have graduated uh, two sets of girls, uh, 2020 and 2021, Magnum Pulati. So right now, every year I give Dustin for greatness my birthday. I do a birthday fundraiser. And so <laughs> our birthday fundraiser was a big success. But right now we have another group of girls just graduated from uh, Denby High School, Yasmin Adamar. 
and also Persia Clayton. They graduated as the Victorian and Salutorian. So they have an open house coming up this Saturday at my home. Um, and we'll be showering them with gifts to go off to college. So I'm really excited about that and just encouraging them to have a great semester uh, during their first year. And then last year, we had um, Shyla Butler and Atlantis Clayton, who graduated, uh, and they've all been in our program since their, um, since their freshman year of high school. So I'm really excited about that, excited to see them become the best that they can be. And um, I, I, I'm looking for a success succession plan soon. Uh, maybe in the next five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, what? Are, then, what do you want to do? I would like. I love to travel. I would okay. love to become an international traveler. Um, of course, before I start a family, I would love to, you know, um, go around the world and see things, and also build community. So, this is the funny part. I want to become an international traveler, but I would love to see destined for greatness and other communities of disparity. So we actually have a destined for greatness chapter in Atlanta oh. that we started about four years ago. And then we're working uh, on Texas. Uh, so we have about three locations right now, but I would love to travel around the world and just donate and do things in other communities and help other people uh, start their dreams and live out their dreams. So how many uh, women at any given time are you helping Shadora? So to date, we've helped over 5,000 youth, uh, young girls, and these are in all over Michigan. I did um, college camps. Uh, I've done, you know, workshops all over. Like I've uh, been spoke. You got muted there, Shadora. So uh, I don't know what happened there, but um, just to kind of reiterate, uh, how many women on any given day are you helping? That's the question. You kind of got muted. Okay. Um, on, on average, I would say roughly 50 to 100. And what I was saying was that we have helped over um, 5,000 girls within our program, but that's just in the city of Detroit because I've had speaking engagements um, all around the world. I spoke at the Be Me Conference, which is uh, Building Better Men, um, and we were able to successfully be the first, not only the first um, female-led organization, but I was able to be the first woman to ever speak at a BME conference. Oh. And so, uh, yep, it's black male engagement, but it was really, really uh, fun. It was exciting. And then there were two men that were before me who um, spoke, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I got to go to after them. And it was like, well, we're going to say the best for last. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. but it, was really, it was really really thought-provoking it was great and um just being able to lead like strong women lead is a quote i got from um a state rep sherry gating yoga here in the city of detroit and I, I keep that concept in my mind all the time that strong women lead so to be a leader in the city of detroit and to lead um young girls and young women is phenomenal in, in itself for me you know, I'm wondering, Shador, Shador, just hearing you speak, Shador Ford is who we're talking to. She's the founder of Destined for Greatness Mentoring Initiative. She founded it at the young age of 19 years old. She was an at-risk youth herself and, and now is helping mentor at-risk young ladies and providing all kinds of uh, products and uh, they, that they need throughout the whole year. She is featured in, in an article called Detroit Heroes that uh, the city of Detroit put out and I put it on my 
Epiphany Communications and Coaching Facebook page, so you can find it there. Um, Shadora, it just sounds like you have this like future of actually being a speaker, you know what I mean? And, and speaking to young women and kind of moving in that direction. Maybe you'll travel the world speaking and how to help other women. I definitely agree. I, I would love to do, do that because it's a passion and I believe that my passion has met my purpose and um, it, it fulfills me every time. I got a little sad and discouraged in 2020 when the pandemic hit yeah. because when I went to the Be Me conference, I had met um, Michelle Obama and we were in talk about her coming and being our speaker for our 10th anniversary of Destined for Greatness. Of course, we didn't have a celebration for our 10th anniversary due to COVID, due to the pandemic. So hopefully we can circle back around and get her uh, in Detroit soon. I would love that. The girls would love that. And if speaking is going to be uh, my next engagement, I'm up for it and I'm ready. <laughs> I totally see that. So Shadora, tell us, uh, what else do you want to share with our listeners here on It's Your Community before we let you go? Oh, awesome. Uh, first, I want to say thank you so much, Vanessa. This is oh, been my great. pleasure. I truly enjoyed you. Uh, thank you to ML Elric who connected us. Human connectors are very important. Yes. So, so anyone listening, um, if you can provide any assistance, whether it's a diaper, whether it's a pack of wipes, infant meal, uh, any adult incontinence, hygiene kits, gently used clothes, new clothes, um, a, a place of residence where we could possibly lease so that we can help these young ladies who are on the street. Um, anything that you feel is important, if, if you want to lend a hand, a helping hand, because I know some people say, I want to give back, but I don't have anything to give. You, if you have a heart to give, please, we serve curbside um, every third Thursday. We have donations that come in that you can help sort. We have a phone bank where you can call. We can send you a list. You can call and remind people uh, to come and pick up their, their donations, whatever it may be. Our telephone number is 313-414-3680. Again, our telephone number is 313-414-3680. If you would like to be a blessing and send a donation, it can be sent to 5555 Connor, and that's four number fives. The street is Connor, and that's in Detroit, Michigan, 48213. And I would like to thank all of the listeners um, and great community partners of Vanessa for your, your <laughs> love and your kindness. Oh, my pleasure, Shadora Ford. Thank you so much for joining us here on Intercommunity, sharing your story of Destined for Greatness. Again, there's a really good article. I encourage you to read it. It's on my uh, Epiphany Communications and Coaching Facebook page. I also tweeted it out. Shadora, thank you again for being with us. And I hope you reach out to her uh, nonprofit, Destined for Greatness. It's an initiative helping women, young women at risk right here in our own backyard. If you have any questions or comments, show topics you want me to get to, Vanessa Denhow, you go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You can email me there. You can also find me on all the social media platforms, including on my Facebook page. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can find Vanessa Denhagarmo or my company, Epiphany Communications and Coaching. As always, we remind our listeners to connect, collaborate, and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.